a podcast to equip us to live the best life for ourselves and those we love. Join me as we simplify our thinking to make the impact that we were made to create, because having the future we want begins with our thoughts and actions today. Hi, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Delia Powell, and I am a life coach. Welcome to my What is Simplicity podcast. Today's episode is number 12, and we will be discussing uh, discovering the truth, debunking common lies people believe. Now, today, we are going to be talking about the difference between lies that we pass as truths and the actual truth about these lies that will hopefully set us free. There are many things in life that we have repeated and passed on as truth and is actually not true. There are others that we absolutely know to be false, but still we act as if they are true. Let's continue and see if any of these resonate with you. Let's begin with discussing facts, right? Or our situation and our narrative about the facts or our thoughts and feelings about the situation. We are creatures of habit and for the most part, we seek comfort and sameness. So we excuse ourselves and we excuse our actions and we blame our circumstances. We are experts at doing this. Let's discuss weight. Yes, weight. We are going to go there. I have a client that I'm coaching and she explains to me that she's 230 pounds. This is a fact. Her scale says that she's 230 pounds. She is very unhappy with her weight. But when I prompt her about how she feels about the fact that she weighs 230 pounds, the things that come out of her mouth are all of the reasons why she is overweight and none of those reasons have to do with her. She did not say once that it's because of how much she eats or because she doesn't follow the way that she knows she's supposed to be eating. When our brain wants to make excuses as to why we do what we do, in this case, overeat, we can say that it's because our parents are overweight or there's obesity in our family and we are destined to be overweight. All of these things, they are a lie. We are overweight because of what we eat and the diet that we do not keep. A good coach is going to tell you this out of love, out of concern, out of respect, we can only make changes in our life when we see our part in the situation. When we are able to own what we are doing to cause our situation to be what it is, that is when we are empowered to change it. So let's begin with line number one. It's our job to make our loved ones happy. It's our job to make our kids happy our friends happy, our spouse happy, our family happy. It is not our job to make anyone happy because people's happiness comes from within. It's a choice. It's a choice that you have if you want to be happy. It's a choice that I have if I want to be happy. 
Try to make a five-year-old happy when they have decided that they are not going to be happy. It is not our job to make our loved ones happy. So, have you ever been around someone that you are trying to read, and you do what you think is going to make them happy, only to find out? That you could have given them the moon and the stars, and they are not going to be happy. They do not want to be in happy camp. They want to be in unhappy camp just for a little bit. Well, so here we are trying to guess what people want with their body language without、uh, taking their words into account. And it doesn't work, right? Because we think that we know what they want, and we give them what we think they know what they want, and they're still unhappy. We cannot make others happy just as much as others cannot make us happy. We make a situation happy or miserable ourselves. We do not need anyone else's help to be happy or to be miserable. We can do that all on our own. We have our feelings under control when we begin to notice that we are making the choice based on our thoughts about the situation. It's a ripple effect. When we choose a positive feeling about a situation, we show up in a way that yields good results. Usually, if not for others, then definitely for ourselves and for our mental well-being. Right, so let's remember that we have a full range of emotions, and so do other people, the other people that are around us that we are not meant to make happy, right? And learning to process both the positive and the negative emotions is very important. So we need to educate ourselves in the role of emotional intelligence and understanding the dangers of toxic positivity. So feel both the positive and the negative emotions, because the impact of Pressing negative emotions is too high of a price to pay. Understand that I am not saying to be unhappy. I am not saying that it's your job to always be in happy camp, to always be happy. You need to be able to be unhappy in order for you to appreciate the times that you are happy. It is a matter of choice on where you want to be. What is it that you're looking for in the story that you're telling me at this moment? And it really helps to be able to bring things back into perspective and to be able to help people understand where they are. Because sometimes people do not realize that they are throwing a pity party for themselves, and they just want people to join. It is not the job of a life coach to be there and have a pity party with you. It is the job of a life coach to be able to open your eyes to the circumstances and to the things that you're choosing to focus on, so that hopefully you're able to get out of that situation and into a better situation simply by reframing your thoughts. Another lie is that my past is a good determining factor of my future. And the reason why this is an interesting lie is because we use it on others and we use it on ourselves as well. When we see our children and we think, "Well, they、uh, got a bad grade last time, so they're probably going to get a bad grade this time as well," we are thinking that the past is going to continue to repeat itself. And the past does not repeat itself when you are aware of it and when you want to make a change. We can choose to make different choices today that will give us the future we want tomorrow.
We have the option of making a different choice today. Our past does not have to continue to repeat itself as long as we are aware of the things that we are trying to change. Every successful person that has failed in their past and overcame their failures are people who can show you that the past is not a good determining factor for the future. So let me go ahead and pull up the 11 most famous failures. The first one is Michael Jordan, who was cut from his high school team. Walt Disney, who was fired from his job at a newspaper early in his career because he lacked imagination. Steven Spielberg was rejected from film school three times. John Grisham's first book, A Time to Kill, was rejected 28 times. Albert Einstein had a label of being mentally slow and was put on his permanent record. Henry Ford's first two automobile companies failed. Oprah Winfrey was fired from an early job as a television news anchor. Jerry Seinfeld was booed off stage in his first stand-up comedy appearance. Sir James Dyson suffered through five 5,126 failed prototypes before he landed the first working Dyson vacuum. Elvis Presley was fired from the Grand Ole Opry and was told to go back to truck driving. Colonel Sanders of KFC was rejected over 1,000 times before finding a franchise partner. The reason why I wanted to bring these up is because if our determining factor for success was our past, then we would not have so many successful people who got there through tremendous failure. Let's keep that in mind when we see a 20-year-old trying something for the 10th time. Is he giving up? No. Then we continue to cheer him up. The key is not to focus on the failures, but on the success that comes from the past failures. Keep moving forward and keep trying. Please hear me. Even though we know that our past is not a good determinator for our future, we still use this light to put ourselves down as well as to put other people down. Our past does not have to continue being our future. We learn from our past to correct in the present and succeed in the future. Another great lie is hire a life coach and your life will be fixed. I love this one. A life coach is an excellent start to a path of growth, but you have to do the work to get better. A life coach will not fix your life. A good life coach will not tell you what to do. They will bring things to light and put the ball in your court and you have to decide what you want to do and where you want to grow in life. A life coach helps you to see things that would not otherwise be seen by yourself and they help you to move forward. But a life coach does not fix your life. You do the work and the life coach guides you through the process and through the actions to help you reach your goals. At the end of the day, it falls on you. When my clients ask me what they should do, I do not tell them what to do. It's not my life and therefore not my decision to make it in their life. Anyone that offers you a quick fix or an instant transformation is not in it for you. You have to put in the work so that you can reap the rewards. 
I cannot go to the gym for you. You have to go to the gym yourself. It's the same thing with life coaching. This is why you hire a life coach to guide you so that you do not do this alone. The truth of the matter is that consistent effort and incremental progress is what gets you the results. You need self-awareness, reflection, and continuous learning to reach a higher self. Do the tough work and you will get better. You will do it faster if you hire a life coach, but if you cannot hire one, then you can continue to listen to my podcast and this will help you. It'll be slower probably, but it will still be done. You will get there faster with a trained professional, but there are many ways to reach your goals. And this leads me to my final line. There is only one right way to reach your goal. This is a tricky one because there is only one way to reach a goal. Do not give up. That is the way you reach a goal. But there is not one right way to reach a goal. There are many ways that you can try until you find the way that works for you. The dreaded words. You are doing it wrong. Who says that you are doing it wrong? The only thing that comes to mind at this moment is my husband and his engineer brain. And he would say that there are many times where there is only one way to do it. But this is not what we're talking about. What we're talking about here is not about building a bridge that needs precise measurements. We are talking about the many ways to reach a goal. You want to be a writer, then write. No right or wrong, just right. You want to change professions, then change. You want to start a business selling clothes and the type of clothes that you want to focus on is not the right one, then change and start to carry the ones that appeal to your audience, right? You do and you correct and you do and you correct. From my first podcast to this podcast, I'm sure that you've seen a change in my delivery. This is because I do and I correct. I do and I correct. My son has an online resell shop business and he himself decided to correct from selling vintage clothes to selling high-end clothes for men. There is something to be said about an 18-year-old who is attending school and building a business. He started and that's what matters. Now he is correcting until he finds his niche. I'm very proud of him for realizing that there's more than one way. So check him out at Houston Archive. I'm eager to see where he is by the time that you are listening to this podcast. So in conclusion, now that we have learned that it's not our job to make others happy and our past is not a good indicator of our future, let's also remember that there are many ways to reach a goal. And lastly, hiring a life coach will not fix all your issues, but it will definitely help. So let me leave you with this. Herbert Bayard Swoop said, I can't give you a surefire formula for success, but I can give you a formula for failure. Try to please everyone all the time. Remember that you have a full-time job managing your emotions, especially when you are barely learning about life coaching. So stay in your lane and do not try to fix others. I said it last week and I'll say it this week again because I think it's that important. Pay attention to what you are making things mean because that is going to determine how you show up in your life. So thank you so much for listening. Please leave me a review on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, 
Spotify, or whatever platform you are using to listen. Please share this with a friend because getting healthy in our thoughts and actions is easier with friends that are also getting healthy with you. Lastly, I'm offering free mini sessions that last between 15 to 30 minutes in which I can help you make sense of your situation. Sometimes it's easier to do it with a life coach. Go to whatissimplicity.com to set up a mini session or to see all the frequently asked questions that will answer whatever I have not covered on this podcast. Lastly, thank you so much for listening. And if you have any other questions or comments, you can send me an email at delia at whatissimplicity.com. Thank you and have a wonderful day. Please feel free to send me an email if you have any questions on any of this or if you have a particular topic that you want for me to address in the future. I would be happy to do that at delia at whatissimplicity.com. Have an awesome day and I'll talk to you next week.